Hello, and this is Open House, our special Christmas edition called Adams County Unwrap. And uh, uh, I'm Raymond Galker, and we have uh, a, a real special individual with us tonight who represents the Adam Rescue Mission. And if uh, you look at Adams County, we have some of the most generous individuals and kind-hearted individuals in the area. And amongst us is a community. And what we find here, um, by the way, his name is Will Hudson. <laughs> sorry, Will, because right. I was about ready to go on a tangent. Hey, and, you have know, at it. <laughs> you know, here at Community Media, we've been doing a, a documentary on the nonprofits, and we have been learning a lot about the county and the generosity of the county, and and um, the uh, function that nonprofits play. Oh yeah. And you know, uh, we find that um, amongst us in this community, where uh, people reach out and support each other. Um, some individuals uh, may not have the luckiest hands. This um, is true. And, this is true. And your organization has um, been helping individuals uh, pull themselves up <laughs> and out and find their potential. So uh, That's a fact. And uh, it's been doing it for over 50 years. So um, uh, a really uh, a wonderful organization in our community and an absolute privilege to be a part of it. So tell us about the Adams Rescue Mission. Sure. Um, okay, so we've been around, like I said, a little over 50 years. Um, I, I personally just replaced the executive director, uh, Bruce Dietrich, who was there for 40 of those years. Um, so uh, Bruce likes to say it's not big shoes to fill, it's old shoes. But, uh, there you go. But uh, just a wonderful human being. Yeah. Um, no, we, uh, we, uh, we aim to help the, the forgotten in our communities. Um, the least, the last, the lost, the lonely, the addicted, um, and, and help them recover, not, not just, you know, uh, walk them through life and give them handouts and, and those types of things, but, but help them to take those steps to be as self-sufficient as they can be. So, Will, what we found out from talking to uh, a lot of the nonprofits is that they're not there to give handouts. Mm -hmm. They're uh, not there to be the savior. Right. Um, they're there to um, create relationships mm -hmm. with those individuals um, who need help, who um, to take them where they're at and, and help them realize their potential. Correct, that's absolutely correct. I think uh, when we talk about like Jesus, where did he meet us? You know, he met us exactly where we were at different levels of brokenness. Um, and that's where he met us. He, he stepped down in the grime and the grub and the, and the grease and, and, and he didn't care. He didn't care the things we had done, the things, the, all the weight we were carrying, the sin, the junk that we were carrying. He didn't care. No, I think... Well, it's the same thing. I think he, when he came and, uh, and he talks to me, he wears hip boots. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because... For sure. For sure. So... Uh, Tell us a little bit about Will Hudson, the new executive director for ARM after replacing Mr. Dietrich. Yeah, 
So, well, it's an ab absolute honor um, to, to be in this role. Um, I've held leadership roles for the most of my career. <laughs> um, and uh, certainly, I, I, I came from manufacturing. Um, Littlestown, Pennsylvania, we have a manufacturing facility, Sandusky Cabinets. Um, I ran the division, the cabinets division for Edsel Manufacturing, um, which we had a facility there in Littlestown, Pennsylvania, Millington, Tennessee, and out in Arvin, California, uh, headquartered in Chicago. So um, I ran that uh, in different functions uh, through my career, and uh, the last being you know, the, the uh, director of the division for the past five years. Um, so coming from that, I, I have a lot of experience working with teams, building teams, uh, working with people, helping people reach goals. Uh, so uh, there was a lot that went into it. Um, as far as the becoming the director, uh, I, I served on the board for Adams Rescue Mission 2019. Um, a pastor, David Dunn, uh, who was the former pastor of First Baptist Church for 30 years, I think. Um, he had asked me if I'd serve on the board. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have an affinity for women and children to help them. And, you know, uh, certainly I think we can all get behind that. Uh, men, maybe not so much. Not that I didn't want to help men. I'm all about helping men. But as far as, as men who struggle with homelessness and addictions and those kinds of things, um, my mindset was much more, you're a man and you need to you know, work two, three shifts at McDonald's if you have to to get by and, and mind over matter. If you have an addiction, fight it, beat it, do what you have to do. Um, and, you know, I, it was just how I was raised. It was, it was one of those things. My mom didn't let us uh, kind of rest in those things. Uh, coming to the mission and starting to serve on the board, my entire perspective changed. Um, so as I'm sitting on the board and I start working with some of the men and, and seeing their struggles, I came to the realization that, sure, if you have an inkling of self-pride, if you have an inkling of hope, you can step above those things. You can work through them. You can drive through them and, and put your nose down and grind. When you don't, when total hopelessness has gripped you, you have nothing to stand on. Getting men in that situation to even take a shower is, is a chore. So my heart started going out to these men. It's like, how do, we, how do we help them at least get that little sense of pride back? Good pride, not, not the manly beat your chest pride, but, but a sense of pride that says, I want to take care of myself. I, wanna, I, want, I want what God has for me. I want to walk this life with purpose. And it's that that drives me. Um, it's that that drives me to work with this team. And, and the other thing was the, the absolute uh, amazing team that's there. How do, how do I help uh, encourage and empower that team um, to step up and do the things that they were created to do? And they are so, so good at it. Yeah, so. I, I have several different thoughts. Mm -hmm. you know? Sure. You know, um, one is uh, if you look at our nonprofits that we have in this area, they're very effective and very efficient. Mm -hmm. They're very intentional, very strategic. And the individuals uh, that we have, like Megan Cherie Wascap and mm -hmm. Robin Fitzpatrick and, and uh, um, others, those individuals can work in the in industry mm -hmm. and be very effective and oh. very 
very efficient, right. you know, very profitable too. Mm -hmm. but, but they have a heart like yours, mm -hmm. which is for our community. Um, and we're blessed that way mm -hmm. to have uh, an individual like yourself who worked for 23 years in the industry, you mm -hmm. said, right? Yeah. yeah. And now you're taking your skills here, here, for sure, for the, the, the betterment of our community and those individuals who've been beat up and are hopeless, I'm, you know, um, that was a revelation for you then. Oh, it was an absolute eye-opener, and, and I ran from it. I, I was like, God, surely you're not calling me to this. Maybe it's just this board position you're calling me to, or maybe it's just this, uh, you know, situation where the board needs my help. And it was, I kept running from him, you know, it just seemed so natural uh, when I stepped in, and, and it was, I had all those same worries, but but what about what my community thinks of me? You know, I make a certain amount of money, I'm this, I'm that. And, and Jesus is like, mm, that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, this doesn't matter. I want you to help my people. I want you to step in here and, and help these people. I, what was it like to be in the presence of hopelessness? Oh. <laughs> Lack of energy to do mm. anything? Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, it's brutal. I experienced it once, um, really that deep. I experienced it once in my life, and that was about 12 years ago. Um, we don't need to go into it, but my heart literally broke. It came out of my chest, broke on the floor into a million pieces, and it took God a while to put it back together. And, and I've been chasing him ever since. So I had uh, an inkling of what hopelessness felt like, what yeah. that darkness, that, that you can't breathe. You don't even have a desire to go on. You just wish God would just end it for you, if you believe in God. And if you don't, where I was, you know, you just wanted to end it. And, and when you see that in someone else's eyes, it's like, no, there's so much more for you. God's breathing into your lungs. There's so much more for you. How can I show you just how much he absolutely adores you? How can I show you how much you're valued, how much God loves you and needs you? How can I show you that? Um, and I'm, I, you know, how can, and I, I say this to Christians, but without even coming close to thinking that we're Jesus, but how can we be Jesus in that situation? For um, how can we show or reflect Jesus, I guess is a better way to say it, mm -hmm. um, in those situations? And, and God has just given me this overwhelming passion to do that, and more so to enable my teams to do that, the teams that I get to work with. So. And now you're in the position where you can excel with that. Oh, it, it, it feels like uh, this pastor friend of mine, we call it the sweet spot. Like when you just know you're doing what you've been called to do. It doesn't matter how exhausting it is, how long you work, how many hours, how many this, how little you get paid, whatever those issues are. None of that matters. It's just you're just so excited and, 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 and energized. So that's kind of where I'm at. So. You're living in your purpose. Yeah. I and, these, like and these individuals that arm helps, mm -hmm. they lost uh, their idea of what their purpose is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And have no hope to regain one. And if they don't believe in a God, mm. that really takes a spark out of them. It, it does. If you're doing everything in life on your own, you can get to a certain point, and that's wonderful. But something happens and takes that away. All the work you did to your, on your own, all that own strength that you've done, and that gets taken away, 
you become severely broken and nothing can put you back together. But when you have God in that and you add God to that, um, something becomes higher than you, a purpose bigger than you. So you can set aside that, that type of pride and, and you can set it aside and, and you can understand that you're a child of the creator of the universe. Um, and when you realize that, I'm his child. Oh my gosh. He made everything and he took the time to make me? Mm-hmm. Oh, how amazing that is. Mm-hmm. How empowering that is. Uh, how hopeful that is. And it's a hope that you have to continue to fan every single day. And it just builds and it builds. In a way, you don't have to work for it. Mm-mm. You just got to Realize. accept it. Mm. Sit there. Now, instead of working to try to get this, get that, mm-hmm. maintain this, and have that pride and identity, yeah. you can be still and accept the blessings that accept are coming Accept the blessings way. that come your way. And allow it to change you from the inside out. And when that changes you from the inside out, the work ethic, the desire to bathe yourself and take care of yourself, the desire to take care of others, the person next to you, it starts coming back. Uh, only can be done through God. Only can be done through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the rebuild, rebuilding of individuals are based upon that. Yes. Building a spark that they know that there is a relationship with with, with Arm and Agape House, absolutely, 100%. Um, we pour the gospel into people, not only by word, actually probably more by deed than word. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we pour that love into them, then they start moving through these programs, and then they can go on to their own. Then they can start moving forward. But it also proposes another problem as we go through this and, and we get people back on their feet and we get them through the programs. And the next thing we turn around, there's not enough low-income housing to move them on to, to the next step. These people are just getting back on their feet. They're not going to start out at a job that's paying seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year, which, by the way, is what it takes per household to live in Adams County. Um, they're not going to make that. They're going to be making the 15 the 10 you know, the $20 an hour. So, and it's such a struggle. Not only That's for the, where we need, we need to attack. That's what we need to do. That's where we need to come through. As and not only for your individuals, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of individuals in the county yes. that are making low wages that can't afford. No. So what do they do? The rent. Um, it's, it's so sad. Some of them, they'll group up and live together where they can. Um, live with families, they couch surf, they, you know, in the summertime, they sleep outside. Um, they sleep in their cars. You have families with kids sleeping in their cars. They go from, you know, missions or, or um, you know, some of the, the churches and things like that in the winter months that Cares. they can stay. Cares is a great program um, um, for things like that, but it's very temporary. You do not have a, a, a center, you know, a hub, uh, security. I can't imagine, you know, when I was a kid, we had it rough, but my mom always made sure we had a house. My dad, you know, and his, they lived separately, made sure that we had a roof over our head. Um, we, we didn't have that issue. These folks, they don't know. These kids do not have that stability. The mothers, the father, you know, they don't. And, and how, do we, how do we address that? And there are ways we can address it. There are ways we can come together as a community and go after this. But we don't see that. No. People, people don't notice these individuals. I mean, what? No, there's you don't want to. I didn't want right? to. 
you know. Oh, five or six? Oh There's my only goodness. A handful of them, right? I wish that were the case. I wish there were only five or six. We could solve this problem tomorrow if there were five or six. Um, there's a lot of them, and there's shadows. There's shadows in our, our community, and, and it's how do we bring that to light? It, is that one of your big goals? So big goals coming into the, the next year, um, and I can say this to you. Uh, nobody else really knows this. This is part of our strategy that we were going after starting in January of last year um, with the board of directors for Adams Rescue Mission. Um, we want to do our part to start attacking this, this uh, homelessness crisis, but uh, more so um, the you know, unaffordability of, of housing, or at least you know, low-income housing. So we're partnering uh, with some large donors, um, along with any donors. Trust me, anything counts. Um, but we're really uh, calling on some of the, the, uh, the pillars in our community that have really, really... Um, made some wonderful decisions and wonderful business uh, investments and things like that. Um, and we have a couple who have come around us, um, one of those being um, uh, Donnie Smith out at Conewago. Um, he, uh, we talked with him last week, and he has given us his backing um, to start looking for, you know, some, you know, whether it's uh, a townhouses or, or an old uh, uh, motel or something. Um, and and we're, we're starting to look for that now, and we're starting to, to work with, with other prospective donors um, to create that relationship, this partnership, where we can go in and purchase a, a building with several units in it. And then we can, we can manage that as the rescue mission, make sure it stays clean, make sure the people are doing the things they're supposed to in the community um, to, to, to maintain that and take care of it. Um, and, and they just have to, to, uh, to partner with us and help us financially. Um, so we've gotten some of that traction and we're going after it. I know it's a huge ambitious endeavor, uh, but it's, it's these kinds of things that can change our communities. And it's not just one, one place that you're looking for. I mean, you're no. gonna start with one. We'll start with one. Because but this is, this is an, an and and an and and an and and an and. It's, it's so many times we get stuck in this or this mindset and it's, no, this is an and. This is a, we're going to do this, then we're going to build on that. Then we're going to do this, then we're going to build on that. And, you know, of course, we're going to need lots of people coming around us. And we're going to need lots of people helping support this um, and coming after it and volunteers and, and all the things that need to happen in a community. Um, and, I, and I know it sounds like, oh, yeah, it's wonderful. This is the cornucopia. It's not. We're going to have bumps. We're going to have bruises. We're going to have challenges. We're going to have problems to fix. Um, but it's doable. And you're not going to very much. And you're it. not going to completely solve no the problem because no. the problem is immense and it's different for everybody. It's so different. And um, we're always going to have issues. That Jesus said, "The poor are always going to be with us." It's, he, he literally said it, um, and they are for whatever reason. Whether it's you know uh, mental illness, um, you know incapacitated addictions, those things. They are going to be there, but do we have people in this world that are going to walk alongside them? You already have two programs. The Agape House, um, is that what you're referring yeah. to? So the Agape House is our family ministry, um, which is predominantly women and children. Uh, we do have one man staying there, but this young man, uh, he has four children. Um, so he stays there as opposed to the, the men's 
shelter, which is uh, dorm rooms. So this is individual apartments at the Agape House. So we are, we are very versed at taking care of uh, facilities and buildings and those types of things um, with rental units and, and that type of thing. So we do have you know, two different versions of the same kind of um, outreach to ensure that people are housed. Um, and then helping them get, oftentimes these people, they'll lose their license. Well, how did they lose their license? Um, they had to drive to work with no insurance because they couldn't afford the insurance. So that's the first thing they let lapse. Well, why didn't they let their phone lapse first? The phone's the only way they can get a hold of people to give them money and help them out. Okay, now why, what's the next bad decision that they made? Mm -hmm. And these people are making the decisions to survive. This is more of a tread water yeah, situation. It's like the worst of a bad so it's not you know, so decision. much a bad decision as it's the only decision. It's, it's necessary, you know. What what is so the least? Yep, they'll get pulled over, lose their license, they'll get this. So you know, when we're going through these programs, we're helping them maintain or regain and pay off fines and do all those things that needs to happen, and, um, and train them mm -hmm. to take responsibility for these things. So the goal was to get them out of the, the agape house. Yes, the goal is to get them out and moved on, and out. and they'll move on to the next level that you're mm -hmm. working with with Donald Smith. Yes, yeah, so um, that next level, and Donald's not the only one, he's just the first one that's, that said, hey, I wanna get behind this. Right. Um, and, and we'll be more, I'm sure, to talk about with that. That's the next step, that's where, you know, hey, um, even if you're not a religious person and you don't believe in Jesus and you don't, that's fine, I love you, <laughs> um, that's wonderful, but the second step anybody can be involved in because it's not required to go through the program. You're not required to go to the chapels and, and, and learn about Jesus and those things. Um, the second part of this, uh, it, it's just to allow transitional housing so that you can find something with rent control that you can fit into. And people do not have to go through your first level programs. To we be... haven't come across that yet, okay. but I, my, my hope and prayer is that yes, we would have this housing for a lot of the people that come through the um, Agape House and the program and then move them into these, but we're partnering with SCAP. We're partnering with the other people in the neighborhoods and hey, it's housing. This is housing. You, you, by the way, you're housed here. We believe in Jesus and stuff. If you wanna come see us, come on over and see us. We're yep, happy to do that. Because there's, there's other organizations dealing oh, yeah. with the same issue. Yeah. And the, 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 the thing about it is, is if, if these nonprofits weren't there making a difference, it'd be very noticeable, mm -hmm. and our community would be different. Right. And the, the nice thing, though, is when you look at what you're doing, um, you're looking at the model of uh, uh, places, nonprofits like SCAP and, and uh, um, at home in Adams County, where they're very intentional and very strategic in order to take a person where they are and make them very functional, realizing their potential. Yeah, really. And that's a nice thing because it isn't Conewago Contractor's job to provide these homes for individuals. No. But they realize to have a thriving, safe, and vibrant community it is the business's responsibility to help the nonprofits deal with, 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 with what their mission is. Yeah, and, and a lot of that mission is to help the community um, 
become a better place to live. No, and when you see businesses like this that have just, you know, they've realized um, their ability, I think when they realize their, their oh, you know, I, I don't ever want to come across as the think that they're doing it because they feel like they owe something back. Because I don't feel they owe anything back, but they've done wonderful things, and I think uh, when they realize that they have the ability to, to make a difference, yes. and they're willing to do that, how amazing that is. Yeah, and I personally know Donald Smith. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Good. And, you know, uh, I know his heart. Yeah. And I know the people at. The, at I literally just met him. <laughs> yeah, my first day. I'm like, hey, yeah. um, let's cut to the chase. Here's what I'd like to do. Right. And, and, and that's what it is. I mean, uh, he sees a quality of organization. He sees um, that you've been very um, uh, good stewards mm -hmm. of. Um, what you've been given. Mm -hmm. um, he sees the intentionality. He sees the strategy, and he he loves us. He loves Adams County. Oh my gosh! And he wants to see it thrive. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there's other individuals. There's other businessmen. Mm -hmm. There's other just plain ordinary people that feel the same. Yeah. And and you know the again we just had the you know the. The woman's might, you know, when we, we talked about that story in the Bible, I think we just put it out on a, a Christmas card kind of thing that we sent out. Um, you know, it, it, <laughs> whatever it is, the support we can get behind that, I think God honors those things and he just continues to multiply them. Um, and and uh, the vision that he's giving us for our community, I think, is a, is a very true one. It's a very attainable one. Um, and, and, and it's one that's desperately needed, desperately needed. So it's Christmas, Will. Sure is. <laughs> so um, there's people out there right now that wants to help. Yeah. And they want to know how, how they can get a hold of you. Okay. And in what ways you need help. Sure. Um, wow. All kinds of ways. <laughs> we need help through volunteers. If, it, if it's just volunteers, even at the, uh, even at the, you know, right there at the mission on 30, um, to come down and work in our store, um, to help us fold clothes and kind of, we're, we're, we're working on a big cleanup project. Um, and, you know, it, it's, again, new administration. One of the things that I think um, is helpful for the community, helpful for us, uh, helpful for people to get behind us, um, is really uh, going after and, and cleaning things up. We are a, uh, you know, we have a recycling center. We have a, a store. We have, you know, these things. That's not who we are. Who we are is restorers of people. And, and I truly believe that, you know, getting things cleaned up helps that restoration process. So we, we certainly need physical help in that. Um, we, we always need financial donations and uh, financial support. One of the things that we, we're working on businesses and opportunities to grow our businesses so that we can, we can be more self-funded uh, as much as possible. Um, but again, there's only so much we can do with that and, and we will certainly do those things um, and be responsible there. But if you can get on um, our website, adamsrescuemission.org and you can find there's donation links there. Um, mine's, my email is whudson at uh, adamsrescuemission.org. You can email myself. Um, we're, we're, <laughs> there's, there's many different ways to, to get involved and, and assist us. And, and once we start launching this campaign and project um, as we go, there'll be more of that to come. And we'll certainly put out some, uh, 
some notifications, mailers, those types of things on, on what we're going after and what we're going to do. Um, but the big thing is, you know, we've had some men there who've been there for 20 years, and that can't happen anymore. I don't want to put a limit on how long somebody takes them to get through and get them restored. I don't want to do that. But the goal has always has to be to get people restored. Um, some of these men, they've become very comfortable. They work at the recycling center. This is their life. I, I, I liken it to the Shawshank Redemption. When you see the, the librarian and he tries to, he gets out of jail after a lifetime in jail and he doesn't know what to do with his freedom and he just, you know, gives up. So, you know, it's working with these men who believe that they can't function out in society because they believe if they go out to society, they'll start drinking again, or if they go out to society, okay, how do we empower them to change their whole mindset? Um, so I need people to help walk alongside us with them, you know, as we go do this stuff. You know, so many times the, the, the policies and procedures of, of the missions or mission-type places are, you know, you have to do this. It's a working mission, so the guys can't work another job until they get so far into it. And no, that doesn't make any sense. If you have a job and you're homeless right now, then okay, we'll figure out something for you. There's specific needs for specific people, and it doesn't have to be one rubber stamp that falls under everybody. So, Taking the people where they're at, where they're at. Again, it comes back to Jesus where he met us. Mm -hmm. The way he met me and the way he's worked in my life is different than the way he, the outcome's the same. Mm -hmm. But the way that he's done that, the tenderness in which he looks at us, the individual, um, and takes care of that and nurtures us is completely different. The outcome is love. The outcome is absolutely love. love. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's not giving up on these guys um, and, and pushing them to that hope that they can stand on their own at some capacity. Some of them may not stand on their own like you or I. We're gonna still drive that hope. What does it look like for them? Um, because each step in our community, uh, there's a place for, for these people. Which makes us a better community. It absolutely does, absolutely does. We need it, you know. Um, not everybody can be the rocket science, scientist or the doctor down the street. Um, but they do have a purpose, and, and, and everybody in our community has a, has a place. So. It, the interesting thing, Will, is uh, Ralph Serpy. Okay, I don't know a lot of people around. I, I sat hey, in my own little thing gonna, and I'm flew off you the, this. you know. Ralph Serpy, he is the president of the Adams County Community Foundation. Okay, which uh, okay. amazing. It, a, he's amazing. He's amazing. And uh, um, we, we have a great relationship with him. We interview him because he's definitely a, a person who, who is making a difference in the community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, as we're doing this documentary on the nonprofits, the question is, what makes a great community? Mm -hmm. And Ralph hit it on the, just knock it out of the park. Mm -hmm. it's, it's connections. Mm -hmm. If you go home and you're just sitting around and not connecting with the community, you're not growing. Mm -hmm. You're not realizing your potential, yeah. and a community is not realizing its potential. Well, and you. what you offer mm -hmm. is the ability for people to connect with the community mm -hmm. uh, by partnering with these individuals who need hope, who need you. Mm -hmm. You need to connect. You need to get involved. Uh, the community is a puzzle.
and you may be the missing piece. Sure is. Yeah. So. Sure is. And, and nothing gives you more gratitude than helping someone else. Nothing builds your heart uh, and fills your life more than being able to help somebody else. Sparks the love. Oh, it's, it's, it's just amazing. So. And that's just one of your goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what will. It is. Um, here at Community Media, um, you know, we're here to help with the help enhance mm -hmm. and improve the health and well-being of our community. Um, you know, we have a, had a great relationship with Arm prior to you. I'm, I'm hoping that that will continue. Oh, absolutely. We're reaching out absolutely. to the community. We're just, we're just taking what we've done and, and, and I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say even making it better, but we're taking what we're done and we're going to let it reach even deeper. We're going to become even more entwined in the fabric of Adams County. Um, that's our goal. Whether that's better or what, I don't know, but, but uh, you know, it, it definitely there's, the need is there. We need to go after it. Why limit? Why yeah. limit God? This is another example of a very highly qualified individual <laughs> who is going to take a nonprofit and through intentionality, through uh, collaboration with other nonprofits and other businesses, um, come up with a strategy to make our community a better place to live. That's Will Hudson, the executive director of ARM. Wow, one month into it. One month. Okay. One month. So, hey, this camera here is, yeah. is our folks. They're, they're looking at you. They're excited. They want to help you. But it's time for you to give a Christmas wish. Uh, feel free to go, Will. Sure. Um, I guess the best way, uh, I'm not big on wishes, but I am big on prayer, and uh, if it's okay. Uh, Lord Jesus, I just thank you for these viewers, um, the people who have an opportunity to see this. Lord, I pray you bless them. I pray you keep them. Um, I pray uh, it's something special. That you just do something special for them this holiday season, Lord, as we celebrate your birth uh, and what that is, the gravity of that, that you came to earth to be with us, to live out the law that we couldn't, to be the sacrifice that we could never be. We thank you so much for climbing up on that cross, Lord, for volunteering to give your life for me, for our viewers, Lord. We thank you so much. I just pray you bless this county, bless the people in it, and allow us to come together to solve some of the issues that we see here. We love you in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's about connections. It's about sharing your skills, um, your wealth uh, with your community, and uh, it's about love. So um, from community media to your family, uh, we wish you the best holidays, and we hope that uh, 2024 is, gives you an opportunity to get connection Get connected with your community. Get connected with your neighborhood. Get connected with, reconnect with your friends and your family. Mm. So, you know, from us to you, blessings and love. Have a nice holiday.